This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Truma. In reality, we are off and running. The last five parshios of the book of Shmos, Truma, Titzaveh, Kisisa, Vayakel Pekude, according to the Ramban, in his introduction to the book of Shmos, these five parshios constitute the culmination and the apex of our Geula. The book of Shmos is the Sefer HaGeula, the book of our redemption, and it was really a three-part process. The physical Yitzias Mitzrayim, leaving of Egypt. The second part, our leaving of Egypt for the purpose of receiving the Ten Commandments and creating the bond eternal bond between God and the Jewish people at Sinai, and finally, according to the Ramban, perpetuating this relationship in an ongoing fashion in the mitzvah found in Parshas Truma, one of three, according to the Sefer of Chinuch, the mitzvah of building a sanctuary for God. In the desert, it was the Mishkan, in Eretz Yisrael, it was the first two, Bate Mikdash, please God, and the third one will be rebuilt speedily in our day as we conclude each and every Shmona Esrei, Sheyabona Beis HaMikdash, Bimheira Biameinu. Regarding the building of the Beis HaMikdash, the Chafetz Chaim, in his commentary on the Torah, cites the Psikta, which says, and I translate, that when God told Moshe the Jewish people were to construct a sanctuary, Moshe literally was aghast. And he said, my goodness, how can man make a house for God when, as Shlomo says, Shlomo HaMelech, when he offered his prayer, his tefillah, at the inauguration of the first base of Migdash, Hashemayim Ushmei Hashemayim Lo Yechal Kalucha. Literally, the heavens and the heavens, heavens, cannot contain you. And yet, we are told to make a house for God. How can that be? So Hashem said, no, not in accordance with my koach, with my potential, am I asking you to do, but rather lefi kocham, in accordance with yours, and simply esrim keresh bat safon give me 20 boards in the north, 20 in the south, 8 in the west, and very simply, this will be sufficient. Secondly, when Hashem said to Moshe in the fourth book of the Torah, Korbani Lachmi, my daily offering, Moshe said, My goodness, if I were to tr- attempt to offer all the animals of the world, it would not be sufficient. How in the world can we give God a daily offering? And Hashem says to him once again, Not like you think, but Akeves Echod Taser Vaboker. 
one lamb in the morning and one in the afternoon. And finally, when Hashem said to Moshe that each person should give Kofar Nafsho in Pasha's Kisisa, literally a redemption for his soul, so Moshe said, come on, how is that possible? We find in Tehillim 49 that Ach Lofado Yifteish and the Ekar Pidyon Nafsham, literally too costly, is the redemption of the soul. And now, how can we even attempt? And once again, God says, no, not like you think, but simply a Machsis HaShekel. And so, teaches the Chafetz Chaim, based upon this sector, a very interesting concept. And that is that God does not ask of man more than man can do. And so, what do we find? That you are obligated to do what you can do. And so, too, the wise King Chalaman says, Whatever you have the potential, within your realm, you are to do. And therefore, we find our rabbis teach us beautifully, you open for me, you take the initiative, even an opening as small as a needle, and I will open for you, says God, an opening that will be as wide as a whole great hall. And therefore, the essence of this is that each individual has to do theirs in each and every realm. And so, I'd like to suggest the following, based upon this beautiful understanding of the Chofetz Chaim, based upon the Yalkut Shimoni, as found on the first of the Ten Commandments, where it says, not Onochi Hashem Elokechem, I am your God in the plural. Says Rab Levi, it says, Onochi Hashem Elokecha, I am your God in the singular. Melamed, this comes to teach us that when God spoke to the Jewish nation at that time, call Echad Mi Yisrael. Each and every individual member of Israel, Hoya Omer, they said to themselves, Imi Hadibur Medaber. God is talking to me directly. And it's based further on the Pasuk, whereby it says, Kol Hashem Bakoach. What does it mean? That God spoke literally with strength, not His strength, but in the strength of Ind each individual in accordance with what each individual could understand. And so, the same commandment of thou shalt not steal, some understood literally not to put their hand in the next person's pocket and take out their money. Others understood on a much higher level that there cannot be genevas das. You can't fool the next person, not in terms of a tangible object, but in terms of a concept. Each person in accordance with their ability. And comes along the 
Medrash, that same Yalkut, and says, and don't be surprised, Altisma, don't be surprised that there was this personalized presentation of the Ten Commandments. After all, Haman, the same Mun, the same manner, which descended for the Jewish nation, kol echod v'yechod, each individual, each person tasted it in accordance with their ability and in accordance with their desire. It was personalized. And so it was a personalized deliverance of man. There was a personalized presentation of the Ten Commandments. And I'd like to suggest on the verse at the beginning of this week's parasha, the Osulim Mikdash, make for me a sanctuary, the Shochanti Besocham, and I will dwell in them, and not in it, as our rabbis point out, but rather in them. Once again, there's a personalized creation of Hashras Hashchina. The purpose of the base Hamikdash was, the Tanchuma teaches us, it is a place of Aliyah Laregel. It is a place of ascending and going to God's home three times a year, and it is the Makom Torah. And I'd like to suggest that each and every home must become a Mikdash Ma'at. Each and every home is to be that special miniature base Hamigdash and each and every one of us can create that personalized, individualized Hashras Hashchina. And so what one individual takes to create their Hashras Hashchina can be different for the next one. But each individual, in accordance with their ability, has just that capacity. And so, the Chavetz Chaim writes that each person is obligated to study Torah in accordance with their capacity. One whose ability and level is on the study of Mishnayos, that's where he belongs. The one who can study Talmud, study Gemara, that's where they belong. The one that's able to study Shulchan Aruch, that's where they belong. And so too, interestingly, he points out, regarding the mitzvah of giving tzedakah, each person has to give in accordance with their capacity. And he quotes the Gemara in Psachim 118a very sharply that says that a rich man cannot satisfy his obligation of bringing a korban, an offering with the korban of a poor person. And as the Gemara says, Ashir Bishoro, the wealthy man has to bring his axe, Oni Biseyo, and the poor man brings his sheep. And moreover, 
Ashir Shahevi Karbanani, if a wealthy individual were to quote shortchange himself and bring the offering of a poor individual, Lo he does not satisfy his obligation old, and moreover, Hevi Kulin Azora. It's as if he has brought a nun consecrated offering into the base Hamigdash. The idea is that each person in accordance with their capacity must build a base Hamigdash. It's not simply Bilvavi Mishkon Evnet. It's not just within our hearts that we build that personalized but rather it is literally each and every home. And our rabbis tell us very interestingly that the Beis HaMikdash actually imitated the home of Avraham and Sarah. As Rashi brings at the end of Parshas, Chaye Sarah. On the verse that Yitzchak brings Rivka, Ha'ohela, to the tent of Sarah-Imo, so Rashi says that when he brought Rivka in, it was restored to the tent of his mother. How so? That as long as Sarah was alive, there was a ne'er doluk me'erev Shabbos le'erev Shabbos. There was literally the light that burned from one Friday to the next, and so too you have in the Beis HaMikdash, the menorah. And there was the miracle in the menorah that every single night the Kohen lit the seven branches of the menorah and every morning, and he put the same amount of oil into each branch, and every morning six out of the seven would be out. The Ner Maharavi, the middle branch, burned and burned and burned the entire day until he extinguished it the following evening to relight them all again. Why? This was a sign. This was the menorah edus. The menorah was testimony that God's presence was found in the Beis Hamikdash. Rashi continues, and Rashi says that throughout the week there was bracha mitsuya be'isa there was a blessing found in the dough of Sarah Imenu and similarly we find in this week's parsha of the um, truma the second of the two positive mitzvos in the parsha that of literally putting forth the lechem haponim, the showbread, which kept their freshness again from week to week, again demonstrating hashras hashchina, God's presence in the home of Avraham and Sarah, his presence in the Beis Hamikdash, and finally the last one is Anan. 
kosher al ha'ohel. Literally, there was a cloud that was above the tent, demonstrating God's presence. And the mishkan is called mishkan ha'edus. Literally, the sanctuary of testimony. That it was a testimony l'chol olam, l'chol ba'i olam. All and everybody saw that God's presence rested in our midst. The message is very clear and very powerful. For Usuli Mikdash Bishakanti Bisokham is a charge that each and every one of us can strive to work that our personalized homes should be that mini Beisam Mikdash. The Mokom of Hashroas Hashchina. And just as the Tanchuma says that the purpose of the Beis Hamigdash was a place of Aliyah Regel going to greet the Shechina and a place of Torah, so too our going to our synagogues where we greet the Shechina on a regular basis, take it home and make your home a Makom Torah, and thereby we will be maintaining and perpetuating the beautiful mitzvah of V'asuli Mikdash B'Shochanti B'Socham. Shabbat Shalom to all.